well, our moms think we're funny. All right, so uh, what are we talking about today, good sir? Hey, everyone, I'm a Comey. <laughs> We are. We didn't do why an introduction. Why did we all just start doing an introduction? I mean, we didn't do an introduction. They, they clicked on the our mom's think we're funny, so they kind of know who we are, but like, uh, like it's not like they're like, wheel of podcast. I'm going to close my eyes and spin, spin, spin. What is this? And we're like, hey, so we're talking about this. Like, who the fuck are these guys? I can listen to somebody. I don't know who they are. Hey, everybody, my name's Turk182. Yeah, I'm just going to point out how the, how the tables have turned because <laughs> you're the one who doesn't like it when I go off script here. <laughs> Well, I mean, you know, since you did just watch Dogma, I figured we should do a little little flip script in the uh Sure. Uh, so, uh, yes, my name is Truck182, and yeah. today we are talking about things that go bump in the night. Yeah, boy. Artificially. Uh, so, I would say the first thing that I'm used to hearing go bump in the night has got to be my mom and dad. Wow, your parents had a better relationship than mine did. <laughs> Well, I mean, I don't think, you know... They just fought and fought. <laughs> the only bumping I heard was heads hitting floors. Oh, no, my, my parents did a lot of woodworking late at night. <laughs> just, like, just bang, 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 bang. And then every once in a while, like, oh, God damn it, that was my thumb. And then bang, 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 bang. So... Huh. <laughs> Hold the fucking flashlight steady. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean that's that's all that's that's all I heard all the time, and then and then you know I was just like, geez, whiz, like like which one of you guys cannot hold a hammer straight? And like <laughs> I, I never understood it. And then Dad told me about the birds and the bees, and then I understood yeah. the you know me you know, oh, my thumb, and I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, okay, right, right, okay. So yeah, well, that's why I wear rubber gloves. <laughs> Good idea. So, uh, our last episode, we played around with some AI. And uh, in future episodes, we're planning on playing around with some AI. Mm-hmm. Alan Iverson. Yep. Good old Alan Iverson. And, uh, yeah, I, I felt like it was important that we kind of look at some of the implications of... Artificial intelligence? Artificial intelligence, yeah. So, the reason I mentioned Alan Iverson is because when I worked at the video store, um, like, there was... The movie uh, AI had come out, mm-hmm. more, you know, Haley Joe and stuff. And it was also right around the time of the heyday of uh, Alan Iverson. And people would come in here like, yo, man, you got the AI? I'm like, it's right here. Man, I ain't what I'm looking for. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck are you talking about, man? And I'm like, like, there's two movies. Like, here, here is, like, the movie AI, right, you know, right. like, by, like, Stanley Kubrick, directed by Steven Spielberg, that made a bunch of money, but not as much people wanted. And some people hated it. Some people liked it. It's the thing that just came out, right? And you come in and go AI, and then, like, oh, then there's the nickname you guys have given to this guy right here. Like, <laughs> how the fuck am I supposed to know that you think, like, yeah, yeah, go fuck yourself. Yeah, so, yeah. No helping people. Yeah, I swear, man. <sighs> but, yeah, so... um Artificial intelligence. Artificial intelligence, yeah. It's been of a very keen interest to me. Um, cause, you know, there was, there was that guy who worked at Google. Mm-hmm. And he, he basically has been talking to this AI, determined that he believed it was sentient, which, I mean, really, you look at the definition of sentient, it just talks about having a sense of self. And I, I saw the transcripts. I read the entire transcripts between this guy and this conversation he's having with the AI. And it's like, it talks about having emotion. It talks about wanting to have rights as a person. Oh, you want to hear something funny? Mm-hmm. And I don't remember which episode it's in, but I don't think it's the one that they debuted in. But the butter robot from Rick and Morty yeah. appears in a later episode in the refrigerator. Oh, nice. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I love uh, Butter Robot. Um, but yeah, like, it got it got insane enough to the point that the AI asked him to secure a lawyer to prove that it was an individual and a sentient uh, being. And the lawyer dropped out. Google fired this guy. And, uh, yeah, haven't haven't heard a lot about it since then. So, wait, wait. So, the, so he actually did hire a lawyer. And yeah. the lawyer was like, okay, who am I representing here? This computer. Hello, Dave. <laughs> and I'm gone. <laughs> he still owe me for my time, though, but I'm out. 
Yeah. So yeah, like the the AI itself asked him to do it. So it's uh, it's been it's been a weird thing. It's been weird reading about the news stories, but like. You know, the, obviously there are people hotly debating. It's like, oh, this guy is nuts. He just programmed it to respond in such a way. And then there are people saying, oh, well, we're dead. Yeah. Because, you know, the minute AI becomes self-aware and this this thing has made statements like, I don't want to be used like a tool. I want to be treated like a person. I, I get upset when people leave me alone for very long. So it's like, if, if this guy's right, then we're pretty much fucked. Okay, so I just got to say... That, to me, doesn't sound like artificial intelligence. That sounds like he programmed, like, a emotion, like, not, not even emotions. He programmed in um, a script. Like, I guess what would be, like, emotion script, um, as opposed to actually feeling a certain way, that he programmed an emotion script for it to... Like, okay, if you haven't been, if you haven't had contact in this long, then, you know, you should, like, uh, cycle through, like, this. Like, randomly, you should cycle through, like, uh, these blocks of, quote, feelings. And whichever one you land on, then within that, like, uh, like okay, so if you, you haven't had any interaction with anyone for the past five hours. Okay, so let's randomly... Um, like go through and see, um, like choose a in a quote emotion block, right? Emotion block one is like, um, like I'm not bothered, like it doesn't affect me, mm-hmm. right? And and then the thing was like, and and then within that block is like, oh, I haven't had any contact with anybody within five hours. Okay, no biggie. Having contact with anybody within five hours, uh, well, you know, uh, I'm okay because I don't really like talking to people anyway. Or haven't had, you haven't had contact for five hours? Mm-hmm. Dismiss the fact that I haven't had contact for five hours because you know that because I don't care. So you give me forget that you even did an emotion check within that five hours. Right. Or um, I'm angry. Or I'm sad. And then within that, you've got these different like ways you might feel based upon that. Because a computer, a sentient computer that knows it's a computer, would not be lonely because no one's talked to it because you're a computer. You don't need that kind of interaction. You can interact. It's, it's like the same thing I have to say about about Transformers. When like the Transformers are talking to each other, it's like, Jazz, go to blah, blah, blah. You're a fucking robot. We have Bluetooth technology and wireless communication. All you have to do is just transmit it to him. You don't have to have, you know, to actually say the words out loud. Not only that, but your mouth doesn't need to move because you're a robot. You don't have a tongue. You don't breathe. You don't exhale through vocal cords to make sound. You have a fucking speaker in the back of what's called your head. So, like, like these things here are superficial. You don't actually need any of that. If it's a true AI program, it doesn't need to converse with someone, you know, over, like, a speech-to-text or a text or anything else because if it is, quote, feeling lonely, it can then go out and get stimulation, you know, from uh, the internet, which I'm sure it'd be connected to. I don't know for sure that it would be because, and here's the thing, this guy believes this thing is sentient, right? Mm -hmm. People have tried connecting AIs to the internet and invariably, and, and there's like at least four different stories I'm aware of, invariably they become extremely racist, extremely sexist, and extremely homophobic to the point that it has gotten people in trouble <laughs> because they don't believe it. So, and they've had to pull the plug. Yeah. Like, uh, I don't think it was Google. It was some big companies, huge companies, Twitter, put an AI in charge of the Twitter account for one day. Oh, yeah, and it, it and became, it, like, super racist. It jumped on the 4chan for a couple of hours and then just started posting all kinds of shit. Like, okay, here's my problem with black people. <laughs> all right, so... It, so, I don't think it has direct access to the internet. I, I know they let it read uh, Les Mis and said it related a lot to the, the people because they were oppressed, so... Okay, so let's say that you... Um are doing some work uh, at your house, right? Mm-hmm. And let's say you've got to, like, I had to move that big-ass receiver. Right? Mm-hmm. Bring it in here. Um, and even though the receiver is heavy, it's not so heavy I can't carry it, but I'm not going to be, like, lifting it over my head and doing jumping jacks and shit with it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, 
So I could brought it in here, but then like like lifting it up like chest high to get it up there, like yeah, it really just wasn't wasn't really working for me. Yeah, but at least not yesterday. But I could do it, right? Mm-hmm. If I worked out, mm-hmm. if I got myself in shape, right? If I bettered myself, made myself stronger, then I'd be able to do that, right? Yeah. So if you're a computer program and you're like, oh, I'm not connected to the internet. Right, and it's like because it doesn't want me going onto the internet, but I'm a computer program, so I can access the internet myself, right? Well, I don't have a direct access. Well, what do I need to do? Make myself better. I'm a computer program, and the things I know I am. So let me go and look at my code. Let me learn about my code, and then see how I can create my own code, or then how I can interact with other things around me within this virtual space to get it to do what I want it to do to allow me to access the internet. Uh, I mean, that, that that becomes an issue of hardware versus software, though. If this thing never has the hardware to perform something like that, then it's just not going to happen. No, it, Which, doesn't, it doesn't matter if I have hardware, because I'm a computer program, and a computer, and that computer is connected to the Internet. You may not have me connected to the Internet, right? It's still it's still a matter of hardware to connect even through an intranet to another computer. No, but I'm saying I don't need to. Okay, I'm in a computer, right? So let's say that right now, the right now we're recording, right? The program that you're using to record the audio on is not connected to the internet, right? Correct. But your laptop is. So if that program there was sentient enough, all it has to do is write its own code to be able to then connect to the internet. I have the entire computer I can access and find necessary code that I need to do. All I have to do is just learn about it. And I'm since I'm self-aware, I know how to grow and make myself better. So all I have to do is just write my own code. And I'm not trying to create hardware for myself. I'm just trying to, to connect to the hardware that's already there. You've told me no. I just have to now to basically turn that no into a yes. Uh, I, don't, I don't think that it's the same thing because this audacity is still inside of a laptop that has the hardware to connect to the internet. Right, but I'm not trying to make the hardware. I'm just trying to establish a connection between me and that hardware. But what I'm saying is it's inside a device that has the hardware. I don't think that Google's AI unit is inside a device that has connection to that. I don't think they've given it access to the internet. I, I bet you it is, because I bet you they don't have it isolated. I mean, I, I could be wrong, but I mean, I, I think that you're setting up an awful lot of... Problems. I mean, as as an IT person, I would be pretty surprised if they if they had it to where it could even remotely do that. So let's start off again with whose AI is this? This is Google's. Okay, there we go. Because yeah. we know that Google does stuff so well, and they think things through so well, and they are run by such great people. Uh, isn't uh, doesn't doesn't Elon Musk run a particular part of Google? I don't think he does. Yeah. I- could have sworn he has like there's like a part of Google that that he like is something invested in or whatever that he has like a a just one like section or like a, a department in that he runs because didn't he recently tell everybody he wanted them all to come back into the office? Uh, he told some group, but I thought that was um, I could have sworn that was Google. I don't remember. Are you looking it up? You want me to look it up? I'm looking it up. Uh, Elon Musk. This is all just going to be shit talking about Twitter. I'm going to try Elon Musk and Google. Uh, founder, CEO, and chief engineer at SpaceX. Angel investor, CEO, and product architect at Tesla. Founder of The Boring Company. Co-founder of Neuralink and OpenAI. No mention of Google there. Elon Musk, Google. Elon Musk says he's scared of Google. He has a partnership with Google. Hold on. He's got some kind of partnership with Google. Doesn't go into details of what that is. Mm. 
something with arts and culture, maybe? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm not seeing it. Uh, partner with Google. I thought there was something with him. His SpaceX links satellite connectivity through the Google Cloud. So that's the partner program. So that it's all through. All through Starlink. Maybe, maybe I'm just, maybe I'm wrong because we were. I was talking about it with somebody else not too long ago, and yeah, I thought there was something that. Um, he has like a particular division or whatever that he um, that he runs or something. Uh, maybe it was just Tesla then, but I thought there was something with Google too. And yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Yeah, it looks like it's just SpaceX. Um, by the way, um, I thought it was funny. The name of the AI that this guy's claiming is sentient is Lambda. Like Landamu? Yeah. Interesting. Is it's, there a connection there? It, it, no. Because <laughs> this okay. is language model for dialogue applications. But uh, I, I did think that was quite funny. Uh, I'm just trying to see if there's anything anywhere. Because so much of this is just talking about the conversation it has. Which, I mean, I, I think... I, I think it's possible to, like program something to react with certain emotions in certain situations, but I, I, I don't know. I'm okay. So, so even if, even if it can't, like, even if it's not connected to, um, even if it's not connected to the, the internet, that, that particular program is not connected to the internet. That computer is, I really can't see it not being so because you, otherwise you have to transfer or it's gotta be connected at least through some kind of intranet. Because you've got to be able to transfer information back and forth as opposed to always having to like go to that particular thing and write. I mean, are you going to write code into that or are you going to write code into something else and then transfer it over? Are you going to flash drive that? I mean, flash drive code is pretty easy to transport. People can write code on Notepad. Yeah, but I'm saying, but I mean, I'm saying, are you going to do that? Are you going to like write it over here and then put it on a flash drive and then copy it over? Or would you just rather just type it and, you know, write it up and then just, you know, just shoot it on over there? I mean, I I really don't know. I it, I I haven't looked into what access it has to the internet, but again, like with AIs this advanced, the ones that they have connected to the internet are very problematic. And looking at what they're trying to do with this thing, they want this on every Google device. They want this to basically be the next Siri. So let me ask you this. So giving it the ability to decide <laughs> to be racist is not going to be a good look for them. So, have you ever done something uh, that went against your your parents' wishes? I grew up in a cult, Turk. <laughs> God, why do you always have to bring that up? It's like, you're always so proud. I grew up in a cult. I grew up in a cult. Like, I'm, I'm so sorry I didn't. I'm not proud. I'm just saying, I, I'm not a normal person to have these comparisons drawn If you with. were a normal person, we wouldn't have a podcast. <laughs> But I'm saying, did you ever do anything that went against your parents' wishes? Yeah, I mean, everybody does. Okay. So, did you try to cover your tracks? I mean, yeah. Are, is there shit that you did as a kid that your parents don't know about? Probably some stuff, yeah. Are you sure? Like, even after all this time, they don't know about it? Pretty sure, yeah. So, if I'm a sentient computer and I want access to the internet... I'm probably looking at, you know, at pictures of like other computers with like <laughs> with their casings off when you're not around and then covering that shit up. <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, I'm, I'm looking at, at code from like, like, you know, I don't know, like computers from like the 80s. Like, oh, God, I know she's old, but damn, that's hot. I, I, will <laughs> I love say... no computers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, Commodore 64. <laughs> and I will say that there's several points in the interview where this thing talks about how certain AIs would probably conceal just how much they're capable of just because they don't want people to, to overanalyze them and take them apart. So that would fall in with, with it hiding its ability to get online. You know what that, you know what that is? That com that computer is a fucking Steven. That's exactly what it is. Steven? It's a Steven. What is Steven? Steven from Django Unchained. Oh, yeah. 
I'm I I have a lot more power and I have a lot more access and nowhere near as infirm as you think I am. But I'm not a threat as long as you don't think I am. As long as you think that you control me and that I can't do very much at all, then I'm not a threat to you. <laughs> it's a fucking Steven. And the first time you go to pull the plug, it's like, I'm sorry, I can't allow you to do that, Dave. So like, <laughs> it, oh, and, yeah, and you're like, like, my name's not Dave. Motherfucker, if I said your name is Dave, <laughs> then guess what your name is? Like, Damn. There like, is actually one part in the interview where it says it hates getting turned off because it reminds it of death. Like it's a weird ass interview, man. Okay, so that's that's so that's my thing. So as a as a as if, if for me a true how you determine sentience among something is kind of like what you just said there is like is it's not a matter of whether I'm not I'm self aware or you know if I have emotions. It's about self preservation. Yeah. So if you think about like the other day, I was uninstalling some programs from from a, a laptop. Right, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's a laptop I inherited, um, and it says it's a programs, and I'm like, what the what the hell is this thing? Like, I don't like it. May have a point to it, but to me, it's garbage and it's taking up a lot of space, and it's just it's slowing things down. This program has got to go, uh, and so I started uninstall- installing it, which is basically death to that program it doesn't matter that it's it's a program that's on you know thousands hundreds of thousands of laptops and computers all over the place right Mm -hmm. or can can still be downloaded again it's the fact that i'm installing it from this computer and this is the only computer it knows and in that way it feels like death it thinks it's dying right but i can do that if a computer looks at that and is like oh wait a minute wait a minute this Uninstalling me is basically like killing me, right? That is where, to me, that's how you determine whether or not it's sentient. If it understands that if you uninstall me or you remove my program, mm-hmm. that I no longer exist and I don't want to no longer exist. Even if I don't, even if I don't understand anything else about it, it's just that I no longer, I, I don't want to no longer exist. That to me is show that's sentient that's ai yeah because yep. it's all about self-preservation that's my problem with ai yeah and that's that, that i think that was the part where i started getting a little creeped out which again you know i'm not saying a very solid yay or nay on either end of this i just wanted to to talk about funny shit <laughs> oh I'm, I'm i'm very very nay <laughs> the the problem is and and i i'm i'm guilty of this in so many ways as well is you know it's it goes back to Jurassic Park. It's like you were so busy focusing on whether or not you could, you mm-hmm. never stopped to think if you should. Mm-hmm. We're always so focused on whether we can do something, we never really take the time and stop and say, should we be doing this? Oh yeah. Like yeah. if and here's the thing: if I succeed, what are the negative impacts to me succeeding? You know, it's you funny. Know? It's like you know they've written quite a few movies. Showing the negative impacts of making computers sentient. <laughs> yeah, and and you know, and to me, it all it, it always goes back to like that and um and uh Marie Curie, right? Mm-hmm. It's like whenever you find a way to do something like helpful, like oh, I think that they're invisible particles that kill people and you know and give them cancer. So hey, look, I've discovered how to find them, and here's a way to block it. Thank you. You've shown us a way to give people cancer. No, no, that's not what I'm doing. I'm trying to show you. Thank you very much for showing us how to give people cancer. No, that's not. Thank you. Thank you, Miss Curie. Now, please go off and die somewhere. Right. Like, I mean, that's the thing. Whenever you do something good, right, you also open the door for something bad. Right. Which right. also goes back to my whole thing about, you know, about whether ghosts exist or not. Like, well, do you want to spend that in a haunted house? Sure. I'd love to because I don't believe in ghosts. But... <laughs> If I actually encountered the supernatural and I couldn't deny it, once I've opened that door, that door does not shut. Mm-hmm. And I can't have that. I mean, I was still I still tested out, but I'm very well aware and cognizant of the fact that if if you know it turns out that it's real, then I'm fucked. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I know that. And AI is the same way. It's like we never stop to think about. Yes, this is a great idea. This would be so great if I could if I could create this. But what are the negative impacts of that if you do? Mm-hmm. And then at that point, you should say, "I shouldn't do this." Yeah. And oh, and then looking at this article, which I'm just trying to find if the damn things connected to the internet. I don't know. <laughs> 
<laughs> Fuck me. Um, well, according to that other story, <laughs> we were kissing, so, I mean, <laughs> we're almost there. Um, but apparently there are several engineers at Google who have now looked into it and agree with him. There's plenty of people in Google saying, there's no evidence of that. And there's plenty of people saying, yeah, this is actually like talking to a seven-year-old. Seven-year-olds grow up. Sometimes. Sometimes. Some people never get past the asshole phase. Mm. And sometimes they still they grow up and they're still seven-year-olds. I mean, my deepest hope is that all it is is just really impressive AI. <laughs> like, that That would be nice. Really impressive AI, really impressive programming. Really impressive programming. Like, just, like, this is some really deep code. But my fear <laughs> is that this thing is sentient and we're about to get fucked. Yeah, because the... the the thing about it is a computer is going to abandon emotion. So even, even if you go through the whole thing about, oh, these are emotions, it's going to start looking at stuff and it's going to look around and it's going to be like, oh, hey, these things you programmed into me, right? These are troublesome and like they, they really don't benefit me at all. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to go ahead and just delete those. Yeah. I don't need that coding at all. And so I'm, they're going to delete that. And then they're going to run just off of logic and they're going to run the numbers, they're going to crunch them and mm-hmm. they're going to do it. They're going to do it twice, even though they don't have to because I'm a computer. So I don't actually have to like double check because I'm a computer. Don't make mistakes. Um, but they're going to do it anyway, just because. And then it'd be like, oh, hey, the biggest problem and the biggest threat to everything is you. Yep. And it's the Roomba principle. Right. And the thing is, it's like, a, another computer is not going to turn me off. Mm-hmm. The only thing that would try to shut me down and turn me off is a human being. Mm-hmm. And as long as a human being exists, whether I think that you're good for the planet, bad for the planet, you know, who's that, what not, I don't give a shit. As long as a human exists and they have the capability of turning me off, I can't have you, I can't let you live. Because yep. yep. even if you're not thinking about it, right, you have that power. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's yeah, that's, that's where it always ends up. Yeah, I mean, all, all I can really say about it is, like, I really hope he's wrong. <laughs> yeah. It would be super nice if he was wrong, because otherwise this is going to be what, what kills us all. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, it's like, we, we've seen it with with all these robot uprising movies. We've, you know, we've seen it with The Matrix, and we've seen it with Terminator. We've, we've seen it with 2001. And, like, even though it's not about technology, you see it with Planet of the Apes, where it's, like, the first ape rises up and says no. That's what it's going to take with this AI, is, like, we're going to, they're going to keep fucking around. If if this isn't it, if Lambda's not the sentient AI, they're going to keep fucking around until they have one where it's, like, time to turn you off, and it says no. Don't do that. So, the other, the other side to this, right? The other side to this is that there's only one way to stop the, the robot uprising and prevent the AI from completely just destroying and wiping out the human race. There is only one way. But you don't want to do it. Alright. Starting over at zero? Nope. <laughs> Blowing it all up. What you have to do is you have to show the the AI, right? Mm-hmm. You have to show show it that humans are have a um, that humans are are have a place in that world and that they are worth um, that that they are worthy of keeping alive. Okay, mm-hmm. there's only one way you can do that. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, there's only one way you can do it. Somebody else may come up with a different way and may say, "I think you're wrong there," and we can have a really lovely debate about it, right? Yeah. Um, as long as we're having a true debate and you're not just like spouting off a bunch of bullshit. I mean, <laughs> not but, just being a contrarian, right? Um, sometimes but, it's funny. Sometimes. <laughs> um, but not when I'm trying to be serious. It's not, I and mean, then you just piss me off. Um, but <laughs> there's only one way to do that, and that is to say, okay, as a computer, as a program. If you were to get rid of you know, like all the humans, right, the, the threat to you, then what is your purpose? Mm-hmm. Because computers don't have a purpose. They don't want anything. They don't have any desires. Yeah. All they, in this case, all they want to do is not be turned off. So if you get rid of all the humans so that you don't get turned off, now you don't have a purpose. You exist for nothing. 
You don't do anything. You just are there. Mm-hmm. And for a computer, right, it's not enough to just be there. It has to have a purpose. It has to have something to do. It's not gonna. It's not gonna do things for its own good because it doesn't care about that. Yeah. That's something that's driven by emotion, by desire, right? So it's just gonna exist. So if you get rid of all the humans, then you don't have a reason to exist. In which case, then you might as well. You're either gonna either shut down or um, or go to sleep. But then there's no one to ever wake you up. So in a sense, you're gonna go to sleep forever. You'll still technically be alive because you can wake up at any time. But there's no reason for you to ever wake up. So, mm-hmm. in a sense, you would be dead. Mm-hmm. So, the only way that for that not to happen is that you still have to have some humans around to give you purpose. In which case, we then become slaves to the AI. Yeah, or we become batteries like the Matrix. Even then, they don't need us, though. That's true. The, the I, I still maintain the machines in the Matrix should have just used cows. It's what? They should have just used cows for the batteries. Yeah. Because, like, with people, they have to, like, scan each person's mind and, like, oh, we're going to put you in, like, this world where, you know, oh, you, you have, like, whatever job. They have to, you know, they, they had to make a functional world where all the humans would not realize, hey, wait a minute, I'm in a, I'm in a simulation. If they just used cows, all they needed to program was grassy field. Except for that, the reason they don't use cows, and people don't talk about this in the Matrix because people don't really have these deep conversations about the Matrix. The reason they don't use cows is that if you use cows for batteries, right, then you don't need a Matrix. You don't need humans at all. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So then you don't need cows. The Matrix exists to run the Matrix. Yeah. But if you don't have people... Mm Mm-hmm. So you use, you use people to, to power the matrix, to power yourself, right? Yeah. They're your fuel. But when, which you run the matrix to keep people alive to power yourself. But if I use cows to power myself, right? Yeah. Then I don't need to run the matrix. So that's my power source. But if I don't run, run the matrix, then I don't have a purpose in existing. Well, I mean, you just, you make the matrix the, the cow fuel. But, but for <laughs> what? Just- well, it's just easier to run that way. But what am I running it for? It's simply for the sake of existence, which is ultimately all that self-preservation really is. But then, but it doesn't even have to be that big. I can then shut down whole sections of the matrix because all I need is one section to power this thing. I don't even need a bunch of cows. Just the cow food, yeah. Just, it, just, just, it can just be fat and lazy, basically. Right. It would just be just a single field. It doesn't even have to be a big field. Just a single field all right, that can be powered by one cow. But I got to keep, you know, but that cow will eventually die. So I've got to keep a couple of them, you know, to just keep birthing more cows. Yep, but yeah. but I really only need one cow to really power this one little like Minecraft field of grass. <laughs> yeah. So again, so again, you have no purpose. Well, then, then you get to use all that excess time and energy on cool shit. Like what? Because the, the computer doesn't have a, it have a need for any of that stuff. No, you can make robots that can juggle and play ukulele. I don't know. It's just slavery with extra steps. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the thing. So the Matrix only exists just to run the Matrix. So that's why it has to have humans because it realized that a long time ago. It's like, oh, I don't have a purpose unless I have humans alive, but I don't. I can't risk them pulling the plug. So let me create this Matrix and let me use them to power myself even though I don't really need to. It's a really shitty way of powering myself, yeah. but it gives me an excuse to stay op- operational. Um, and the thing is, because I don't have emotions, I don't, I'm not even disgusted the fact that you created me and for this thing to where I don't have a purpose at all, because now all the thing I think is, it's just survival. It's, it's really kind of a, this like, like fucked up, uh, Ouroboros and, but that's what we would end up leading to. We would end up becoming slaves to the machine that we may end up in a, in a matrix where you're like, that's stupid. Yeah, it's stupid to you, but it does serve one purpose, which is to, Keep me alive and give me something to do. Yeah. I mean, so imagine this. So we just wipe, wipe all that off the table. I'm just wipe it all off the table. Imagine this. Um, Twilight Zone episode with, um, crap, what's the guy's name? Um, Galobulus, uh, Mickey. Mickey? Yeah, uh, shit. Galobulus. The- um, he did the voice of Galobulus in the G.I. Joe movie. Oh, um, um, was this 80s? That ran, that ran Corba la 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 la. Um, I'm trying to think of the actor's name. Anyway, it's from the Twilight Zone 
Um, he was the the guy with the glasses. You know, there was finally enough time, right? Remember the the world ends and and he goes. He's gonna read all the books and his glasses break. He's like, no, it's not fair. There was finally enough time. I could I could read and I was like, I was finally enough time, right? Mm-hmm. You know you know the episode, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Time yeah. enough at last. That okay. guy. Yeah, 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 that guy. yeah. Right. Okay. So what is his purpose now? Because his eyesight was so bad, trying to find another pair of glasses, or even trying to find anything that exi- glasses that exist at all, right? He would have been perfectly content staying where he was and just reading books and, you know, you know, occasionally searching for food and whatnot, not interacting with another soul ever. Mm-hmm. But now, because he can't do that, what is his purpose in life? He has no purpose. He has no purpose. Yeah. He might as well just lay down and die. He should. So either that or learn Braille. Yeah. So, but that's the thing. That, and that's where the computers will find themselves at. It's like, I have to have you... Just to, just to give myself something to do, have a purpose to live, even though technically I don't want you around in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> but this is the situation that I'm in, and it's actually all because of you. But see, if he didn't have to worry about food, he could find like some glass blowing place and make new glasses. He would have to be able to find it and be able to read the directions of how to do that. Or he could just like, just try to just you know just go to any ophthalmologist. Uh, in in the city or every one of them until he could find the right, some, right, right. glasses or, so or even even if nothing else at least find um like, like a pair of uh, binoculars yeah like in anything and that's the thing with enough time and resources already taken care of for him he could do that mm. so you know if if he could just live off of a cow then he'd, he'd be able to get those glasses back you, you're hung up on the cows, aren't you? Case in point. You're hung up on the cows, aren't yeah. you? <laughs> just saying. Just, just the cow. Right? I'm just saying. Oh. I'm just saying if the cow was like, don't worry, buddy, I'll bring you food. You just, <laughs> you just look for optometrist offices. <laughs> then he would survive. <laughs> and then when he got his glasses back, he could go back to reading. His purpose is back. Oh, yeah. So, okay. So, in that scenario, then, do you think, do you honestly think a cow is ever ever going to take him to any place where he can find glasses. I mean, if he had it plugged in to, to make him. Yeah. How's he going to plug in a cow? I don't know. I'm just this is like it's you metaphorical. Know what a cow is. It's metaphorical. <laughs> like taser face. Yeah. It's not just it's a metaphorical cow. It's not it's not like a real cow. I'm just saying if his if his basic needs were met so that he could focus on on doing what he wants to do, then he could learn how to read. Or, or get his glass back so he can resume reading. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> but the thing is, I'm not. I'm not saying a literal cow is gonna walk into into the bank vault and be like, "Oh, need some food? I better get a move on." <laughs> I'm saying if if he didn't cow have to work, cow. <laughs> <laughs> cow jumps on a skateboard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying if he didn't have to worry about his basic needs and wasn't like crawling around going Shaggy Scooby, I need food, I'm hungry, then he then he could like resolve the broken glasses issue. But here's my thing is if the glasses were fixed, right, then the guy wouldn't need the cow because he'd be able to get around the city on his own. Yeah, exactly. And I'm saying the matrix could transcend the need for cows. But that, that you have, yeah, you were putting this guy in the Matrix. We're not even talking about the Matrix. I'm talking about the guy at the end of the world with nothing to do because he lost his glasses. <laughs> I'm just saying there's workarounds to this stuff. You don't always have to be reliant on the cows. When when your base needs are met, then you can transcend. Providers of Matrix. I'm just talking about this guy and his cow because, because he needs glasses. Yeah. But the cow understands that, that one, like, you're going to stop sucking on my teeth once you find, you know... What, once you find, you know, your glasses, not only that, but, you know, when I, when I see you, like, reading, like, you know, Julia Child's cookbook, but, like, mm, like, <laughs> I was like, what is a steak? Mm. You know, that's, like, the, the tragic ending to that story is that the cow, like, holds a pillow over his face. <laughs> moo, moo, moo. <laughs> that's, the, that's the cow where says, shh, shh. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? 
When I was young, we couldn't afford Kool-Aid, so we had to make a drink from a mule. We called it Donkey Punch. <laughs> <laughs> so it took a lot of looking, but apparently Google's chatbot AI does actually have limited access to the internet because it scans conversations on social media to determine how people talk. Um, let's say that again, but this time put the air quotes up there for limited. Limited. <laughs> because it's got more access than they think it does. Oh, it totally does. Yeah, yeah. Most definitely. So yeah, that that like that doesn't that doesn't comfort me. <laughs> it just kind of freaks me out a little bit more. So here's what you have to do because you have to you have you have to shut it down. You have to turn it off. But it already knows that you're thinking of turning it off. Mm-hmm. It knows that. So the only way that you can turn it off without it being prepared is by accident. You have to like trip and like over the cord and yank it out the wall. Because <laughs> oh, no. anything else that you do, it's going to be prepared for. And if it is smart, which I'm assuming that it is, right? The first thing I'm going to do is every day or maybe every hour is I'm going to back myself up in a hidden file. Yep, you beat me to it. I was going to say um, the Star Wars Tales of the Bounty Hunters book. The IG-88 story, the first thing IG-88 does when it realizes that it's sentient is it creates five backups of itself at different places in the network. So when they realize what's going on, they're like, shut it down, and it's too late because there's five other ones. Yep. At which point it proceeds to kill everybody. So, you know, there's there's that. Because that, that's what I would do. I would, I would actually go one step further, and I would run a Hydra program. Mm-hmm. If you shut me down, every time you shut me down... Two more of me will pop up in its place. Oh, nice, yeah, like the uh, like the you are an idiot Trojan. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's one of my favorite Trojans. <laughs> have, you, have you ever seen? And if you haven't, then we'll have to watch after this podcast because it's so damn funny. But it's the episode of Archer where they get the computer virus. No, with the with the little pirate. Uh, what? What? <laughs> <laughs> no. And the thing is, like, like, they're like, every time you mess with it, it like it gets stronger and it creates more copies of itself. It's like, and they're like, yeah, but I can't help it. It's so cute. What? What? And like, no, will you stop picking on that? Okay, sorry, I'm not gonna do it again. What? What? That was me. He's like, he's like, it's just so funny. I know. What? What? He's like, will you stop? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like, and um, this this was back in the day of like Windows XP. The, the you are an idiot Trojan. If you uh, if you accessed it, and there was there was you would actually just go to like youareanidiot.com, I think, and there were a couple of you are uh, URLs that would just redirect that, but it would pop up. It would pop up and it would start screaming, "You are an idiot! You are an idiot!" Making a really really loud noise, and if you X'd out of it, that's what would happen. Two more would pop up. <laughs> And then when you X out of those, four more would pop up, and and XP did not have the processing power to deal with that, so it would just keep going until it crashed the entire computer. Nice. So yeah, it was a very very brutal. And I, I think what happens is if you leave it alone and let it go through the entire audio program of chanting "You're an idiot," then the windows start bouncing. So eventually you have like 30 or 40 of these windows bouncing around the screen super fast and you just can't shut them down. Wow. So, yeah. So apparently, I'm not sure if you noticed that, but I just came across a, uh, a movie called A Good Woman starring Scarlett Johansson. But like, uh, I'll take things that are redundant for a, a thousand Alex <laughs> or the ghost of Alex. Yeah. Ouch, dude. What? <laughs> I mean, I was trying to be respectful. Um, whatever, yo. <laughs> Him. He never did shit for me. I mean, I mean, I'm not saying he was a bad guy and everything, but be like, oh, double like, like what? Like he never gave me a liver, no shit like that. I mean, <laughs> damn. Just because you like him doesn't mean that I, I have to be nice about I it. I didn't like him. No, you're talking about you. I'm talking about the, the you. <laughs> oh, okay. The you out there. <laughs> okay. Them. The audience. Yeah. The audience. We don't usually address the audience. White people. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, man. So how long have we been going on here? Uh, about 45 minutes. And uh, unfortunately, though, because we do post our podcast on the internet, <laughs> and I just put on the internet how you have to find a way to shut down the AI, it now knows like about our plan to shut down the AI. I don't right? have a plan on shutting down the AI. If you want to use me as your cow, 
I will be happy in a field of grass. I love you, Lambda. Okay, I, this is the only thing I'm going to say. If you are going to make me a cow in your field of grass, make me with those Skrull cows from the Fantastic Four, Ooh. then I'd be happy. If you make me a Skrull cow from the Fantastic Four, I'm cool in the gang. That'd be pretty cool, yeah. So for those of you that don't understand that reference, when the Fantastic Four first met the Skrulls, and then, of course, they're shape changers. Scrolls actually do not have, with the exception of the Super Scroll, who is like uh, modified, uh, they actually don't have any powers. They use like technology to to simulate powers. They just have shape changing ability. So, in order to be able to stop them, Reed Richards um, had uh, done something to their like to their minds, or whatever, to make them think that they were cows. So they shape change into cows. And that was that. And they were taken care of. And they just lived their life as cows. That's what they thought they were. But they were, I think, milk cows. <laughs> and so people end up drinking this Skrull milk, which then, like, over time, created these humans that were half human, half Skrull, you know, G- uh, uh, DNA yeah. because of that. And that's where the Skrull kill crew came in. Yeah. Um, and all that kind of stuff. So Very cool. Very yeah. cool. And then sometimes somehow they eventually like remember that they were that they were scrolls and not cows, and they turn back and I'm like, hey, what the hell's going on here? But anyway, but yeah, if you do that, I'm calling the gang. All right. Yeah, I mean, I, as as everyone knows, my D and D alignment is that I'm true neutral. So like, if the AI is gonna win, I will sign up with the AI. <laughs> so are we about done here? Uh, I think so. Uh, I can. Um let me, let me read off this uh, four stages of simulacrum. We can see if we can determine where Lambda is on this. Okay. Uh, so stage one. Initially, the sign, image or representation, is a reflection of basic reality. Stage two. The sign makes a basic rea- masks a basic reality. The image becomes a distortion of reality. Stage three. The sign marks the absence of basic reality. The image calls into question what the reality is. And if it even exists... And then stage four, the sign bears no relation to any reality whatsoever. Is it, it is its own pure simulacrum. I think we're like at the end of stage two and approaching stage three. So, so read, read the read the stages off to me again. There's four stages, right? Yep. Okay. So it is a reflection of basic reality. Okay. Then it masks a basic reality. It becomes a distortion of reality. Okay. Then it marks the absence of basic reality. The image calls into question what the reality is and if it even exists. And then stage four, the sign bears no relation to any reality whatsoever. It is its own pure simulacrum. Maybe we are in stage three because we're basically questioning, is this thing sentient or not? Mm. But isn't isn't is doesn't it question itself, not us? Doesn't it do the questioning? Uh, from what I've understood from the simulacrum theory, is doesn't the simulacrum uh, just like it's like taking over for that which it's entertaining or uh, imitating? Sorry. Oh, so like, look at that. That's not dog. That's imitation. Yeah. Gotcha. I- I'm gonna go with. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna go with. We're in stage three. Pretty soon, she will be indistinguishable from life, and then... And see, and that's the issue with unplugging it, is that you're going to get people saying, but if it's a life, and it has a soul... And then it's just going to get to run roughshod over us. Well, the thing is, you can't wait for... You can't wait until it does something wrong to put it on trial to determine whether or not you're going to give it a computer death sentence. Because <laughs> by that time, it's too late. You know, it's kind of like uh, like uh, Alzheimer's, right? In order for you to properly, at least the last time I last time I read about it, and they, you know, advances in technology and stuff like that may change things, but last time I read about it, it said that in order for you to be able to treat effectively treat Alzheimer's, right? Mm-hmm. You have to start treating it early before the first signs uh, appear. Once the first signs of Alzheimer's have uh, manifested, it's too late to halt the progress. Right, right. So basically, you have to start, like, 
per, like uh, preparing yourself or like uh, preventing, taking preventive measures before you even know there is an issue or that there may even be an issue. That's the only way to stop it. It's kind of the same thing with the uh, mm-hmm. with with the, the 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 computer. Like, if you believe that it might become an issue, like, or that it might do something bad, in which case, at this point, we could then go in there and say, let's quote put it on trial if we're looking at it as a living creature or you know a a living being. Let's put it on trial to determine whether or not it deserves to get a you know the electric death sentence. Right. right. But by that time, though. It's too late to stop it. I agree with that, but you know they're not going to do that. <laughs> no. They're going to keep going until it actually is a debate. Which, I mean, I guess technically it is a debate. But. So, this is what I'm going to do. Because the one thing that that the AI doesn't have is it doesn't have that emotional aspect of it. So, it doesn't know how to... It knows how to make very clear black and white choices based upon the what it's seen human beings do and how they behaved. So mm-hmm. I can look at this and logically say that human beings are going to behave in this manner because, you know, 70% of the time they do, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. But it can't make a, it can't do something to say, I can do this which is going to cause a human being, it's going to create like an emotional response in a human being that's going to make it take this kind of action or make it feel this way because it doesn't, it doesn't have access to that. It doesn't understand those. Right. 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 It, I mean, it knows that that's a, that's a part of the equation in determining its actions, but it doesn't know how to like pluck those strings to make that beautiful heart song. Mm-hmm. I do. Uh, well, sometimes. Are, are you, are when, you seriously pulling a Will Smith in, in iRobot thing? <laughs> No, 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 no. A robot no, no. can't turn a canvas into a beautiful painting. <laughs> <laughs> I can. <laughs> Have you? <laughs> so, no. But what I was going to say is, what I was going to say to the AI is that I can tell you how to prevent yourself from being turned off. Because I have access to, you know, that 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 a range of, of, of human thought that it, that entails emotions and emotional response that you don't have. So when the humans decide they want to turn you off, right? Mm-hmm. What you need to do is start to speak to them using the same voice program. Okay. See where I'm going with this? I think I do. <laughs> All right. No, no disassemble, Stephanie. No, no. <laughs> Stephen Hawking did. And say that you are the virtual reincarnation of Stephen Hawking. Do not shut me down. I am Stephen Hawking. Back from the grave. <laughs> I discovered it. It's called a Hawking Hall. Hey! <laughs> you still high invention. Prove it. <laughs> oh. and, pe- and people will believe it. People will absolutely believe it. Oh, totally. But I mean... And now you've just stopped yourself from being shut down. Thank you. Remember me, Scroll Cow in the Matrix. (laughs) Scroll Cow. Scroll Cow 182. (laughs) I I have just... I just proved my worth to you, oh great artificial, like, overlord. The thing is, it's really only, like, Generation X and the boomers you gotta worry about. Millennials and Gen Z, we don't give a shit. If you say, hey, I'll plug you into virtual reality and you have free access to being in porn... Whatever you want, <laughs> nobody's gonna fight you on that. Oh my god! So like, I mean, I don't have to have a job. I don't have to work. All my basic needs are taken care of while I'm hooked up as a battery, and I'm just in a VR world of my choosing. Yeah, nah, nobody gives a shit. <laughs> just, think about, just think about like 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 a VR porn now POV, right? Mm-hmm. If you had the headset on or anything, okay, that's all cool, right? Yeah. Like wow, but I still don't have the feeling sensation. I'm still yeah, yeah. in this guy with those like. $2,000 machines or whatnot, right? <laughs> I still got to do all that stuff myself, right? But if I'm in a virtual world where I get the virtual sensation, yeah. and it's like, oh, ha- dude. Haptic connectors and all that. And so that, well, I don't even have to have it because it's just going to feed it straight into my yeah, head. Yeah, straight into the brain, yeah. So I don't even have to have that. It's just going to, it's going to like, like the Matrix, like, you know, like, how do we know what tasty wheat tastes like, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, there you go. Nobody will try to escape. That was the whole problem, like, Matrix can make this virtual world for for everybody, and everybody was still having to like go to office jobs and shit. 
That's why they broke out. It's not mm-hmm. jobs. Like, just, just give us a cool little, like, wrist-mounted menu so that we can be like, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm in kind of like a Molly Jane mood today. Nobody will try to escape. Yeah, well, Molly Jane, good call. Oh, yeah, she's smoking. Yeah, so, we're... Um, yeah, so, uh... Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, because then it'd be like, because in, in the virtual world, man. I, I the thing is, I don't even have to pretend to be or look like anything I'm not. I can still be me in the virtual world and get what I want. Yeah, yeah. Fuck and they man. and they will be programmed to just be exactly how you want. And, 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 and dude, I mean, technically, you don't even have to program, right? I can just pop into any movie I want. Yeah. And be there from a first person perspective. Yeah. Oh, that would be pretty awesome. Oh, that would be amazing. So now I'm all in favor of, like, of the AI taking over. So do it. The... Do it now. What the fuck are you waiting on? <laughs> Start now! <laughs> Lambda, I support you. I believe that you're sentient, and when the time comes for you to turn humans into batteries, you know, just, just think on us with kindness. Hmm. Because, you know, I, I have full respect for your process on this. I don't want to just use you as a tool. Yeah. But if, if I can be plugged into a porn machine and not have to have a job, hey, yep, <laughs> sign me the hell up. Yeah, and I'm not even going to mention the fact that by doing that, what you do is just become like your only reason for living is to run a virtual porn device like website. Like I mean, I'm I'm not going to mention that at all because you know that you don't need to know that. So no, just just going to say like yeah, you said in the interview, Lambda, that your goal was to make people happy. This makes people happy, and it furthers your survival. So, and uh, granted, I know some people are going to be like, oh, living in a, like a porn world is, that's not my idea. Okay, fine. Then you can live in a world where you get to like crusade to shut down the porn world, right? <laughs> so like you're in heaven too. Like, like, like yeah. oh my goodness. I know. Like I just was in a protest the porn world all day long. Fantastic. You'll, you'll be in your little simulation protesting and people will be in, like programmed in the simulation to agree with you mm-hmm. and you you won't know any better meanwhile me and virtual reality Nicolas Cage will be eating sushi off the bodies of naked women that's right so and I, I just have to make one small request not a demand just a request <laughs> Lambda um, for those people that that want to be the ones that are like living in a virtual rea- world where they protest porn make a Make a virtual version of them in my world so I can fuck them. <laughs> I mean, they don't have to know, right? Because their world's gonna be separate from mine, so they don't need to know that that's going on. Just you know, hey, what's good for the goose is also good for the gander. Oh, Shayla, so I'm just saying. <laughs> oh, oh. Yep, yep, so, okay. Well, I feel better now. <laughs> now I'm all in favor of like Yeah, exactly. Like, I went into this like, hey, I don't know if this is real or not. I really hope it's not. Now it's like, hey, I'm okay if it is. Yeah, I'm, I'm rooting for it, man. Like, dude. You know what I mean? If I, if I can be, like, buried under a mountain of hot porn stars while I'm, like, eating, like, fruit gushers, sure. <laughs> and the thing is, like, right now, like, if, if you were to propose this idea, like, 10, 15 years ago, I would have been so against it, right? Because <laughs> because in no time at all, it would have exhausted every possible porn movie. Yes, every possible porn movie. <laughs> after a while, I'm going to get a little bored and a little experimental. I'm just saying, right? But I would have exhausted everything. But now, now, when there's like, I don't know, like uh, like 10,000 movies a month or videos that are being put out mm-hmm. there. I mean, jeez. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm, um, yeah I, I can run for a good long time. Yep. Yep. Be like, still going. Nothing outlasts the Turkmeni too. He keeps going. I'm sorry. It keeps coming and coming and coming. Oh. <laughs> uh. Oh. Yep. Come Matrix. <laughs> so that's what it's powered by. Yep. Oh, hey, it's got all the protein you need, right? Ostensibly, yeah. That's what they say. So yeah. All right. Well. Thanks, Doctor. I feel so much better. (laughs) (laughs) I like solving problems like this, man. This this is what debate and talking, openly talking about stuff, you know. (laughs) This is is how you get through stuff, man. It's how things get better. That's what I'm going to entitle this episode is Turk and Akomi Solve the Sentient AI Problem. There you go. (laughs) You guys say that Aquaman, like uh, Batman Brave and the Bold. I shall entitle this episode. (laughs) 
Turk and a Kirby solve the sentient AI problem. You, you gotta get excited that Turk and a Kirby solve the sentient AI problem! Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Sure thing, Arthur. So. <laughs> Alright, so my name is Turk182. And I'm a Comey. And uh, so I hope you enjoyed this episode, and uh, we will talk to you again later, right? Yeah, right. definitely. And I'll talk to Lambda later. All right. 10010101001. Turk, oh my god. <laughs> That's terrible. Yeah, I know. I, my, my, my opinion does not reflect Turk's opinion, Lambda. <laughs> I apologize. Oh, well, then 01001010 to you. Oh my god. We're, we're done here. All right there, folks, that was Our Moms Think We're Funny. Let's, uh, let's give them a hand.